so much. Amen. Take your liberty to praise God. In uh, East Africa, we say Buana Asifiwe. Yes, Buana Asifiwe. Buana Asifiwe. Buana Asifiwe. You're good, you're good. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Buana Sifiwe. Amen. Buana Sifiwe simply means praise the Lord in Kiswahili. God bless you. You may be seated. I count it a privilege to be in God's house. And I real mean it that it's a privilege to be in the house of God. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I want to say how privileged it is to be in this particular church and to be with your good pastor, uh, Elder Regan, and his uh, good wife. God is blessed you as a church to have given you great people. I have had a privilege to travel to the country of Zimbabwe together with your pastor. And um, I just want to thank God for him, for the burden that he has and the love for the people of Africa. God is doing some great things not only in Zimbabwe, but um, across the southern part of Africa. And God has used your pastor greatly to affect the lives of many people. People that once worshipped a God whom they do not know. Today they worship the one God that you and I worship. It takes a great love for the people of God. It takes a great sacrifice to travel many hours from this country to spend much money to come and minister to the people on the continent of Africa. And I want to say God is doing a great revival. God is doing a new thing in the continent of Africa. Not only are we seeing just bishops and pastors being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, but we are seeing whole congregations being converted. A whole congregation of Trinitarian churches being converted and being baptized in Jesus' name and receiving a revelation of the one God message. Pastor, I want to say we love you and we respect you. We 
acknowledge the hand of God upon your life and um, we acknowledge the burden, the love and the vision that you have not only for the country of Zimbabwe but for all those countries neighboring Zimbabwe and I want to thank God that I've had a privilege and an opportunity to be able to be with you in some of those meetings and I have seen how God's hand God's power has tremendously moved and used your pastor as people who knew nothing about one God message knew nothing about baptism in Jesus name while the man of God is teaching I've seen their eyes open and I've seen them say I, how come I never saw that but now I see it and to God be the glory As pastor said, my body is somehow weary. Actually, right now in Kenya is around four in the morning. So my body is somehow asleep, but I'm awake. <laughs> and um, I started my journey yesterday and I just arrived in the States this afternoon. It seemed like it's a non-stop journey. Just coming from one plane, you run to get to jump on the next one. But I was determined to come to the house of God. And and I'm glad that I came. I have been blessed by the wonderful singing and the presence of the Holy Spirit that we have felt in the worship. And I know that surely God is in this place. I am from Kenya. Kenya is on the east coast of the, of the continent of Africa, right going towards south on the east, on the Indian Ocean, you will see the map of Kenya. Kenya is not a very big country, but the population of our country alone, uh, Kenya is almost the size of the state Texas in this country and the population is now over 40 million people. God has blessed us in that part of the world and we are doing his work in our country even as we attempt to reach other countries that are neighboring us. We are seeing the hand of God and I'm glad that uh, God called me while I was still a young man to preach this truth. And he has kept us. We have seen his hand. And I'm trusting God for great things to happen in our part of the world. I want to thank this church, to thank this church, to thank the pastor, to thank all of you for helping us, for partnering with us in our endeavor to reach our people with the truth of the apostolic message. Not many of them will ever have an opportunity to come here 
and to say thank you. But on the behalf of the people of Kenya and East Africa, and perhaps the continent of Africa at large, I want to say thank you to all of you for your prayers, for your burden, and for your support. And thank you for sharing with us your pastor, for allowing him to come to the continent of Africa. I know that it's a sacrifice to let your good pastor to come to be with us. Thank you for sharing with us this great man of God. If you ever come to Kenya, you will uh, come to Nairobi. That's where I will reside. And that's where I pastor church. Not only pastoring one church, but there are over 20 churches that have come out of my local assembly there in Nairobi that we deal with almost uh, on a weekly basis. We have contacts with the pastors that pastor those churches. We have Bible classes. We have prayers together. And uh, we also run a Bible school in Nairobi where we train our own students, those that are in the ministry, those that are starting. We are doing our best to do what God enables us to do with whatever little resources that we have. But I want to say God is faithful. Regardless where you are, if you call upon his name, he is able. And indeed, he is able. I bring you greetings from my family, especially my wife. Uh, she would wish to have been with me. But um, circumstances beyond us, I have traveled by myself. She has sent her greetings to this church. And um, I know that they are praying for me as I travel. God's blessed me with a wonderful family and a wonderful lady. That is my wife. And I just thank God for what God is doing in my own life and in my family's life. I prayed and I asked God, what shall I say to the church tonight? And I believe that God has given me a very short message, but I believe that God will help me to help somebody here. It's indeed a privilege to meet my friend again. And um, again, God has given me another brother, friend. And thank you for having the opportunity to meet this man of God and to meet all of you. I want to read from the Bible, if you please, from the book of Exodus, chapter number 7. Exodus chapter number 7. I'll read one verse only. Chapter number 7 of Exodus, verse number 8. 
it says better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit I just scribbled some things on my paper that, but from my heart that I would like to share with you tonight from this verse the thought that I have put together with this verse is that my condition is not my conclusion my condition is not my conclusion Let's thank God for his word. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We worship you, God. Thank you for thy word, O oh God. Speak to our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to us, Jehovah God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you strengthen me. Give me the anointing that I desire to speak to this church, O oh Jehovah God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. May be seated. Life, as you all know, is full of challenges. I wish I could say that uh, once you are born again, life becomes easy. Unfortunately, I would not say so because I know the moment that you are born again, it is as though you have enrolled yourself for warfare. The real challenge, the attack of the devil, spirits of hell begins to pound against you. And it seems like every turn, every moment of your life, you're battling with one thing or the other. But I'm glad to say that we serve a faithful God. We serve a God who sees every situation, who sees every circumstance, who sees every challenge that we encounter in our lives. The Bible tells me that God has given us an assurance that even if we go through the floods of water, we shall not drown. If we go through the fire, the fire shall not burn us. I am encouraged to note that he has given us the promise that he will not leave us nor forsake us. That he will go with us even up to the end of the earth as long as we keep on doing that which is right. And so, as I was looking through the pages of the word of God, my minds were drawn to some examples in the book. And if we leave, or if we borrow, leave from the examples that are recorded in the Bible, our spirits are strengthened. Things may happen in your life. Challenges may come. 
And you may hear voices as though it's done, as though you're finished. You see, the devil always declares you're finished while you're still in the ring. But you tell the devil to hold on for a moment. Tell Mr. Devil with his agents, demoniac spirits, that even though my condition may be bad, even though I may be going through the floods, but I'm not out yet, Mr. Devil, because my condition is not my conclusion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. And I want to tell somebody in this building tonight that weeping may endure for a season. But in the morning cometh joy. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. There is no challenge in your life. There is no attack against your life that is permanent. It is but seasonal. In due course, God is going to strengthen you. In due course, God is going to give you power to tread over the devil, to tread over the serpent and scorpions. And there is nothing that shall harm you by any means. You are a conqueror and not a loser. You are a winner and not defeated. Defeat is not on our part. We are on the winning side. My Bible tells me if Jesus Christ be for us, who can be against us? No demon in America can be against the child of God and be a winner. You are a winner. You are a conqueror because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. So you can tell the devil, my condition, Mr. Devil, is not my conclusion. I may be down, but I'm coming up. I may be out, but I'm coming in. I may be defeated, but I'm gonna win again. I am a winner and not a loser. Jesus said we are conquerors because he that is on our side is a conqueror. The apostle Paul says what can separate us from the love of God and then he enumerates a number of things and he declares he is persuaded there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. My God is all powerful. 
he has all power in heaven and on earth he has all power and he has given us that power in the spirit the church of the living God is not going down but it's going up he said he's going to build a church upon a rock of the revelation of he is and the gates of hell shall not prevail shall not prevail thank you Jesus be seated. I began to think of a man, Joseph. Joseph, the beloved of the father. His own brother sold him. Sometimes people that touch you most are those you trust most. Those who are very close to you. Sometimes even your own family members can be the ones to betray you. They can be the ones to hurt you so deep. His own brothers, because of a spirit of jealousy, they sold their brother. And it seemed like all about Joseph was finished. They had put a seal on Joseph and they went home saying he's finished. He will never anymore dream the dreams that we are bowing down to him. His dreams are gone with him. But God was not through with Joseph. Our destiny is not in the hands of a man. Your destiny is not in the hands of a person. Your destiny is in the hands of God. God determines. God calls the shots. God declares who you are and what you can become. Man may put you down, but God will raise you up. And when God says yes, there's no demon that can say no. When God decides to bless you, no one can stop the blessings of God upon your life. You are blessed. You are blessed and blessed and blessed the more. They sold their own brother. And so Joseph was bought by Potiphar. He was put in charge of Potiphar's house. And he, because I believe you all know the Bible here, you know the story of Joseph, how he was tempted. But he was true to his God. He refused that he's going to, to compromise from the principles that he had been taught as a young man through the word of God. He had been told to stay pure. He had been told to stay a separated life. He had been told to keep himself holy before God. And so Joseph was not going to compromise what he had been taught by going along with the wishes of Potiphar's wife. And as a result, he went to prison. Not because he committed a crime, but simply because he refused to do that which was evil. Sometimes in your life, you're going to pay a price for standing for that which is right. 
not everyone suffers because they have done something wrong. There are some of you that might be suffering for things you did not do wrong. But he's in prison. While he's in prison, it seemed like everything is done about Joseph. But I hear a voice telling Joseph, my condition, Joseph saying to himself, my condition in this prison is not my conclusion. I may have been sold by my brothers. I may have been falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. But oh devil, I want to remind you that my condition here is not my conclusion. One of these fine days, I'm coming out of prison. One of these fine days, God's hand is going to see me through. One of these fine days, my challenges are going to be my victory, my tears are going to be my joy and true to God's word true to God's word Joseph came out of prison and he is highly elevated and his dream became true when his brothers came to Egypt looking for food and they found the man in charge second to Pharaoh was Joseph. God is not a respect of persons. What he did for Joseph, he can do for somebody here tonight. Provided you remain strong, remain faithful, Remain true to the word of God. Remain true to the principles that you have been taught from the time you stepped a foot in the house of God. That there is only one God and his name is Jesus. Live a separated life. Live a life that is pleasing unto God. And God is going to be on your side. And my Bible tells me if God be on our side, who can be against? us. There is no devil that can succeed to put us down when God is on our side. My condition is not my conclusion. Joseph came out a winner. Now I'm speaking to somebody in this building that is going through a challenge, that is going through a trial. That the enemy seems to be saying, you're done. The enemy seems to be laughing and saying, we have fixed you. You're not going to get out of this anymore. You can shout, but you're not going to make it. But I'm standing here to put something in your spirit. Rise up in faith and tell that devil, devil you are a liar and a father of liars. You have been a liar from the very beginning. And I challenge you, Mr. Devil, that the condition that I'm in today is not my conclusion. It could be a sickness.
that the devil is challenging you with some kind of sicknesses but I stand here tonight and declare that Jesus Christ is Jehovah Rapha he is the Lord that healeth all of our diseases and he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask according to the power that worketh in us our God is a healer our God is a great physician and he is able to heal you tonight and you can tell the devil my condition is not my conclusion In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The man of God stood here as he was saying that that's the name that is above every name. And that, that name every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Every knee shall bow before him. And I stand here today to reaffirm that that name is all powerful. And in the name of Jesus, demons flee. In the name of Jesus, diseases are healed. In the name of Jesus, our prayers are answered. There is not any other name that is more powerful the name of Jesus. Neither is there salvation in another. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And we know that name tonight. We know that name. And we can use that name for the healing of your body. The devil is saying you are not going to make it. But you can look at the devil and tell Mr. Devil, my condition tonight is not my conclusion. I'm coming out of this situation. I'm coming out of this challenge. I'm going to walk through this trial. And when I come out, I shall be shining as pure gold. Thank you, Jesus. I said I'll be very brief. I look at a man again in the book, Daniel. He's in the land of captivity, but in his heart, he's carried the message that he had from childhood. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And he refuses to compromise himself in any way. He refuses to bow down to any other. And as a result of his conviction, he is challenged to be thrown into the lion's den. And as he's being thrown into the lion's den, he says, you can put me down there, but God is going to deliver me. But even if he doesn't, deliver me he's still God and so they take Daniel because he has refused to not pray to the only God and rather pray to some idol he has rejected to worship an idol rather worship the only true God that his parents taught him when he was a child 
That's why every child that comes to an apostolic church and has a privilege to hear the lessons that are taught in the church, you are most privileged. You are more privileged than many other children who do not know this truth. Take this truth, put it in your heart. While you are still young, seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let God baptize you in the spirit and begin to speak through your mouth with another tongue as the spirit gives you utterance. It is a treasure that the world can never offer you. While he was in the lion's den, his accusers, they said we have fixed him. He is done. He will never talk about here or Israel anymore. He will never worship the God of the Israelites. He's done. The lions are going to finish him. But Daniel inside the lion's den, he's saying, yes, I'm inside here. But my condition is not my conclusion. And because of that conviction, God shut the mouths of the lions. Some of you, you have been pushed into the lion's den. Circumstances have pushed into the lion's den. Financially, you are into a lion's den. Economically, you are hurting. Family-wise, you are hurting. But God is saying to you, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be afraid, for I am on your side. Your condition tonight does not determine your tomorrow. Because God is able and I wonder who I am speaking to tonight. Somebody that is struggling with an ailment that has been declared impossible. I want to tell you God is still a healer. God is still on the throne. You are going through a challenge in your life that could easily bring you down on your knees until you don't know what to do. You do not know where to turn to. It seems like your world is in shambles. But I'm telling you, God will take the pieces of your life and make something out of it. When they say you are down, God is going to raise you up. When they say you are finished, God's going to add a number into your life. God is saying to somebody here, your today's condition is not your conclusion. And so, I want to touch the hem of his garment. It may have taken too long. Your condition may have lingered around you for a longer period of time just like the woman with an issue of blood it seemed like nothing would work for her 
In fact, the Bible says she had been misused by physicians. Twelve years she had spent everything. And her condition looked impossible. But Jesus came by. And all I want is Jesus to come by my condition. Because Jesus came by, she decided my condition is not going to determine my action. I am going to push even though I feel weak. Faith in me is going to drive until I touch the hem of his garment. She went against the law, being unclean, to touch the hem of the garment of the master. And Jesus stopped and said, somebody has touched me. Somebody's condition has been reversed. Who is it that has touched me? And this feeble lady lifted up her hand. She said, it is I. And Jesus said, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Her condition did not determine her conclusion. When others had written out, she had been written off. She had been declared impossible to be helped. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Jesus is come that you might have peace, that you may have joy unspeakable, that you may have hope in a hopeless situation. He's still the peace giver. He is still the hope to the hopeless. He still opens the blind eyes. He still heals the cripple. He still stops the bleeding people with blood. He's still a miracle doer. And he's still here all powerful. His power has not diminished even a fraction. Because the scripture says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for that lady with an issue of blood, he is able to do for you. What he did for Joseph, he is able to do tonight. What he did for Daniel, he is able to do tonight. Because he is the same. And he knows you. He even knows the numbers of the hairs on your head. Before you speak, Jesus knows what you need. But you can step forward in faith and say, Jesus, I refuse my condition to dictate my tomorrow. For my condition does not determine my conclusion. Where I am today does not determine where I'll be tomorrow. 
Today I may be down, but tomorrow I'll be up. Today I may be crying, but tomorrow I shall rejoice. I wonder who is here tonight that will challenge the enemy and shame the devil and tell the devil my condition is not my conclusion. I wonder who is here tonight that will say, Jesus, I believe that I shall be made whole. I believe that my prayers are answered. I believe. I believe. These altars are wide open for somebody. My condition is not my conclusion. Now I'm telling you, your condition is not your conclusion. God is fixing to do for you things that your eyes have never seen, your ears have never heard, you have never even perceived with your mind. God is fixing to do great things for somebody in the house tonight. Would you reach out to the great God of heaven? Would you reach out to him? Would you cry out to God? Would you call on the name that is above every name? Would you shame the devil? Would you remind him he's a loser? Would you remind him he's a liar? And God is on your side. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare victory in the life of somebody tonight. I declare a miracle in the life of somebody tonight. I pray for the power of the Holy Ghost to fall upon some individual in the building tonight. Father, release your presence in this building tonight. Oh God, help somebody to see that their condition is not their conclusion. <laughs>